are two mariners, a ship's sole survivors in this belly of a whale. Its ribs are ceiling beams, its guts are carpeting. I guess we have some time to kill. You may not remember me, I was a child of three, and you a lad of eighteen. But I remember you, and I will relate to you how our histories in a Buenas noches, San Antonio. Welcome to Puerto SFC. It's Shattuck. And Clayton. Clayton, you are the Mariners? The Mariners' Revenge. Is that, that a, song? Is that Mar- a baseball homage? No, no, it is not a ba- baseball homage. It's a, uh, I don't know what you, I guess you would call that like a shandy or something like that. It's the, the but um, it doesn't have a baseball reference. It's for tonight, you know, and it's it's a it's a reference about revenge. It's a song about revenge and 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 getting getting back and getting even, you know? Oh, I thought maybe uh you just been spending too much time in the courtroom lately. <laughs> oh, no, there's <laughs> I I always tie it in. I it, it would have come up eventually probably organically, but and I really like the Decemberists. I uh I saw them play at Radio City Music Hall um on a trip there and they put on an amazing show like they're kind of a weird hipster band, right? Yeah, they're, from I think, Por- they're from Portland. I like think I saw them at ACL. They're all from Reed, like Reed College in Oregon, you know, like but anyway, it's it's apropos for what we'll get to and and stuff like that. But that's that was the mood that I was in. I wanted to talk about revenge. Oh, coming soon to a podcast near you. Yeah. Why yeah. that song makes sense. There we go. There we go. That's well, a way to that's a that's a good transition. Buenas noches. It's a Thursday. You've been busy uh putting away criminals and such. And well, life see, gets busy. trying to figure out what justice is. Trying to figure out what justice is. I'm glad you figured that out. I, 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 didn't, say I, I didn't say I did figure it out. I said trying to figure <laughs> it out. Trying to figure it out. Back at the uh, Stimulus Bar. It's good to see you. It's good. It's a beautiful night. Be- beautiful moon. We're out under the moon and the stars. And uh, and on, a, on getting ready to a long weekend, you know. And uh, we're a little late. Later than normal. Giving people, giving people our thoughts. Giving people some content. Well, you know... I always like a good podcast on a road trip, and I'm figuring a fair bit of people are going places this weekend. Ooh. Are you going anywhere? No, we're Didn't staying. We're you. staying here in town. We're Ooh. we're working and and doing family stuff, and but we're not we're not traveling. I'm going to Lagrange. Yeah, you are. Did they just lose another member of ZZ Top recently? I don't know. I'll, okay. I'll know after this weekend, perhaps. <laughs> uh, so I don't think I'm gonna be at the game. Preview to that. Uh, but I might listen to us tomorrow on the drive that's or Saturday. A, that's a great idea. Great idea. <sighs> you ready to do this? Yeah, man. We got some stuff to talk about. You know, like S- it's, it's been a while since we talked. SAFC one, Orange County zero. Revenge. Is his name Collier? Um, is that Elliot his? Collier. Elliot Collier scored in the 60th minute, and that is your game report. Brought to you by me. Yeah, one zero on the road. 9 p.m. start time. 
uh, in Orange County. Did Fie- you did you did you watch live, Matthew? Fiesta friendly. I stumbled home. I stumbled to my remote. I turned this game on and watched live. I did watch live, and I did not make it to the end. Okay, so did, did that say something about the game or your state of nope. or your, your your constitution at the time? Long day. Fiesta, okay. Fiesta Saturday, but. It wasn't the most exciting of games either. The first half ended, and I went, "Huh." the The game itself was not exciting. Um, I want to talk about this for a few minutes. And I remember our last pod when we were talking about like, and I said something like, "And eh, there won't be that many people there. It won't be a very cool scene." Orange County has a pretty cool scene going on. Yeah, they had I told like, you that. Did you see like all the giant like inflatable stuff they had in the back? Like I saw some the, berms, er, like some grass berms. Yeah, and their stadium is pretty neat looking. Super it's, cool. It, look, it looks a lot like us. It's, it's like, got a roof. There's a lot of people that I think reported attendance was maybe four thousand, which doesn't seem like many, but it seemed like there were a lot of people there. It was. And it looked like people were having a good time. If this were baseball, be AAA. Yeah. Yeah, and Triple A sure. baseball is a real thing. That's yeah, something. It's fun. Like, like it's it's part of the whole spectacle of things and stuff like that. The uh, the announcing team they had on was pretty knowledgeable. It was the uh, was it the national guys? I think it was. Do you agree with me that it was the USL national team? So I watched. I don't know whether I watched on ESPN Plus or whether I watched on Bally's. I think it was only on ESP, ESPN Plus. It, but it, it um, was nor it was uh, the game of the week, wasn't it? I, I I don't know. I think it was just on ESPN Plus. But there was like a New Zealand guy or an Aussie guy that was doing the the call, and like and he was very knowledgeable. He was like he was like an Aussie or or New Zealand like Tim Hankinson, very knowledgeable about all the players he knew and the like players. where they've come and yeah. stuff like that. And like and then the guy calling the game, doing the play by play, was was a pretty knowledgeable, uh, upbeat guy. And so it made it for an interesting watch listening to them, I, can, I thought. Can I go get Debbie And da- I was Dunkel Sober. Oh, yes, yeah. you were. Yeah. Parade skipper, you are. Mm-hmm. It was, am I right, that the SAFC home main announcer, great announcer, not sure that he's ever played soccer or knows much about the team or players other than what he's been provided. Yeah, like the the background information that he's done is what he is what he has. He's a good announcer, but he doesn't say, "Oh, I saw you know this guy two years ago playing for Des Moines." He, he only knows their history with our team and who they are on our team. Right, like their play by play guy was like making reference, to like, "Oh, he came from here with and his coach." Re- remember when he scored against us when he was with when mm-hmm. he was when he was with them, you know, and stuff. And then that would cue in like, "Oh, and he comes from this like." And they had a good rapport and very knowledgeable. I don't. I didn't say that to take away anything from from our guys. Well, I just wanted to contrast because our guys are our guys. You know what I'm saying? Uh, They're our guys. I want to contrast it to the guys that we get on a regular basis. Yeah, I mean, Hankinson knows has that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, he's encyclopedic of yeah. his knowledge of of these the players that he's talking about. Yeah. Okay. Well, can I point something out? Mm-hmm. Three straight road wins in 2022, Clayton. We haven't brought this up directly, I don't think. We've been potting for this team in years where they have not won a road game in the whole season. Maybe one or two the whole season on the road. Yeah, and, this, and, and, and it's something we've, de- we've talked about. Dedicated whole half hours to why can't teams in the USL win on the road. Right, not necessarily just SAFC has a problem winning on the road. We've talked about it in broader terms. That yeah. like on the USL, that like traveling teams generally generally do not do well. Yeah. And we didn't have numbers or anything like that. But when we what maybe our numbers guy that we that came out to the pod, a fan of the pod that you introduced me to. Oh, Josh Wagner, can you please look up USL all time road records for us? Yeah. 
Guaranteed less than 30% win rate. Woo. Guaranteed. Okay. All right. Wins. I'll, I think you're because about. Because you have the tie. I think, yeah, I think you're about on with that. I'm not going to take the over. Because in, oh, in theory, in theory, it's 33-33-33, win-loss tie, right? Kind of overall, all teams. Sure, right. Something like, like laws that. Of av- laws of averages. Something in there. Uh, three in a row this year. What's up with that? Is there something in there? Are we packing different? Did Corona end the home field advantage, Clayton? Did, do, like, are we, did Corona kill the home field like, advantage? Are we traveling again? You know, like, well, anyway. Um, did Corona kill the home field advantage? No, I don't, I don't think so. Because I think, I think that maybe we're an aberration. Because I, I, I don't think USL-wide. Oh, are I think we, the numbers are still probably going to be the same USL-wide. But we've just gotten a little bit better. And I, and I don't know why that is. That's a good question. A, are we above our expected goals, as they like to say on the nerdy podcasts? M- maybe, it's, maybe the way we're, we're playing, the system that we're playing these days, the way we're playing, um, where, where it's... You know, we've been playing the same way for a while now because because when we're talking about the when they didn't go like maybe that was a transition year, you know, when we're going from Powell to Marcina, uh-huh. um, something like that. Maybe that has something to do with it. I thought you were going to say the way we play, it doesn't really matter if you're on Mars. Yeah, there we go. You I, just I kind steal of steal the ball and stick it in the goal. I kind of am. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of am getting at that, that like because <laughs> we're not a possession based team no. that like that has like, oh, oh, our field's wider. And so that gives us an advantage or. Or, you know, the crowd knows when to be quiet and, like, let us do our thing. Like, Or um, we have, a, yeah, a narrow field, a wide field, a short field, a long field, a windy field. None of that. Yeah. May, 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 that may be something. Okay. But I think that's, that's definitely an interesting point. I hadn't thought about the, the, win, on the, the win on the road. And, um, what? Go ahead. How, let me point this out, too. Big, we're in the big picture portion of the show. Three away games this year. In three really nice stadiums. We had the OC, you commented about. We went down to RGV, which is a... We talked about as a nice stadium, H-E-B money. Built for that team. Yep. You know, the small little 8-10,000 seater. Right. And then the... Winds o- blow... So, adversity down there, the wind's always blowing 75 miles an hour. Away from the coast. And, and, and if you play the way yeah. that we do, where we bang it and then... Get, you know what I'm saying? Like, that can be... That can cause problems. And then LA Galaxy 2 played us in the real LA Galaxy Stadium. So it's oh, been... that game was in on that Saturday, Sunday afternoon game or whatever. Listeners, what I'm not saying yet is, like, in past years, you and me have watched games in baseball stadiums with turf infields, dirt infields, a literal pitcher's mound that tore our players' We ACL. lost it. Bradford Jameson the fourth, like, got taken out at second base. The, the <laughs> Utley rule the Utley rule should have been – the Utley rule should have been, been, been called. What's the Utley rule? Where, like, when Chase Utley got his knee blown out, like, when someone's sliding into second base, and so now they've, now, like, if you come off the bag at second base, you're out, and the runner's out. Oh. Like, um, if you don't slide into the bag, if you slide at the man. Yeah, if you slide at the man. Or, up a double even, play. even if you come off the base and go through the guy and make contact with the guy, that, like, regardless of how, like, even if the contact is incidental, they're still calling you out. The Rangers lost a game the other day on that call. Like, gotcha. So, anyway, but like yeah. Like the Tom Brady knee rule. Yes, there football. we go. It was, like, specifically created for a certain situation. So, how about how about a thumbs up to the league for improving our facilities, in the, uh, so far at least, and, what we've seen? And, you know, I think I've seen a couple of, like, uh, different cities are getting soccer-specific stadiums. Like, isn't Oklahoma City working on one? Yeah, I think. Yeah, um, there may be someone over in the Eastern a Conference bunch, as well. A bunch are. Yeah, there are. You know what I'm bunch saying? Bunch are in the works. So uh, yes, thumbs up USL for getting that done. Or is it thumbs up to the individual owners? Yes, yes, for sure. And that's like I don't know. You and I watch these road games on ESPN Plus, and I've been really surprised, Clayton, that 
multiple people that I talked to have actually watched a game on the road this year. Really? Yes. I said, oh, I watch uh, the ref consultant, who we won't reveal his identity, was watching the game. Other pe- randos watching the games. Good. And uh, uh, Chris Carl yeah. watching the road game. Okay. And they're a lot more watchable when they're not in a baseball stadium with a pitcher's mound. Yes, exactly. It, it feels like it might be worth your time when there's people in the stands. Right. And do you think any people were watching because of what I what I thought was the storyline when we were talking about what are we going to talk about? Like, um, do you think that many people had that in mind? The fact that Orange County beat us in the Western Conference Finals last season in a shootout and kept us from going to the um, to the to the finals. And uh, to play for a trophy. Revenge. Yeah, and, and it was at their place. So we go back out on the road, like, just a few months after the end of the season. And um, and with a, not what you and I would consider our ideal lineup, probably, right? Is that, is... Well, before we address that, I'll say, I do think that you telling people that these are people that listen to our podcast and they actually really did kind of watch the game so Clayton yeah thank you for making the game relevant in some way not just we're going to play the Portland Timbers too yeah but as a team that beat us that a lot of people were at the Winchester with you and me watching that game yes with, with the team right watching that game yeah this was like hey we're back let's do this again right more than this is just like you know I'm a fan I'll kind of watch like like there's something to this, you know. Like I'm, I'm invested. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm invested. There we go. I guess that's the way they're playing at the it. OC again. I hate those guys. Yeah, there we go. There we go. And they kind of built it up like a rivalry. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far as to say that. But I mean, it's still fresh in the minds, you know, for people yeah. that are that are fans and are starting to pay more attention and stuff like that. And what were you getting at with uh, the lineup or something? So we went out there, and you, I think you texted me. You sent it to me, and yeah. you, and you, I think you're you're you sent me a picture of the lineup, and you just said, "Huh?" One of our listeners huh? sent it to me. Yeah, yeah. huh? Uh, that right? <laughs> question mark. And uh, <laughs> you know, one of my preseason predictions, Clayton. What was that? Formation confusion was what I wrote down. That there would be formation confusion at times, but, but there, there I, was not. There was not. There was not. There, there we go. Let's, Why not? Let's talk about that. So there was in our heads, and then we saw so, it. Uh, a, uh, Kamiri in the starting lineup. Hey, uh, yeah. he's back. Yeah, Kamiri in the starting a lot lineup. Of excitement. At, at center back. He seems to be a fan next favorite. To, next to Fabian Garcia and Tainer. Yep. So just three in the back. But instead, Manley is playing where Connor Maloney normally plays. They swung him out wide. And Connor Maloney moved to the inside to play next to PC. That's his third straight game there, Clayton. Yep. So he's starting to get a and then um, and then a normal guy outside, and then our same shape up top. Yep. So, ju- so, so without getting into too deep personnel issues, th- we kept the shape, just different personnel in the shape, and putting personnel in a position that we hadn't na- maybe seen them there before. Yeah, was uh, goal scorer Collier up top by himself? Dylan, was, was, Dylan, was Dylan, D- and Collier. Dylan and Collier. And the third up top would have been uh, Beckford. No, Beckford didn't play. I think um, it was Beckford. It wasn't the young Norwegian it was with Beckford. the brace. It was Beckford. Okay. And then Beckford came off. Not Solskjaer. No, the, the, none of the none of the um, academy uh, boys, academy kids. But that's the only people that were left on our bench that didn't play. Three academy kids and Matt Cardoni. So that's where we're at, kind of with depth right now. Like that, we went out there with not on paper what you and I thought was our best lineup at the beginning, or or even our lineups really that we've seen. And Abu was on the bench. He was, and they said that he was. 
he had t- left the team to, to attend to some family matters. Oh, and that's why, and he, and they didn't feel like he was ready to start. When, but he came in. He came, he came in at halftime. Okay, they took Kamiri off at halftime. I didn't notice this because so there, now so we're getting actually into I'm a drunk. weird now. Now, okay. now I'm drunk. <laughs> now I'm drunk. I'm not really paying attention. There are 11 guys out there. I know we there. scored, and the next thing I knew, it was 4.30 a.m., and I was on the couch, and the game was over. Woo, but I bet you felt befuddled on that. Fiesta. <laughs> yeah. Baby. So, so anyway, um, Kamiri comes off at halftime. Abu comes on, and but we keep the same shape. Maloney doesn't Maloney, go wide? Maloney does go wide, uh-huh. and, uh, and Manley drops back. And, and Fabian Garcia goes into the middle, and Tainer stays in his spot. Yeah. So there we go. We keep the shape. So no shape confusion. Everything everything's good, but not a lot of the people that you would think and normally see. Like, but hey, um, thumbs thumbs up to uh, thumbs up to Coach Marcina. Yeah, going on the road, doing something different, and getting a result. You know, great job, Coach Marcina. Sometimes we question, but we got to give the praise when it's there. And I and and I didn't really think about it till now, but yeah. And praise Connor Manley, good job out wide. Yes, serviceable. Yes, he can do it. So just fine. with the game, it's with about the, about the game itself. It's not a real t- a lot of talking points game, uh, I, except to the. Let's talk about this. I Jordan, got, Jordan Farr saves our bacon a few times. Six saves. That's a, that's yeah. a lot of saves, and they weren't just like guys shooting from thirty yards that kind of were right in front of him. He made. Three or four big saves to keep us in the game and keep them from scoring. Yes. He was the second thing on my list as well to talk about. Okay. What do you got about it? Good game. Multiple saves. Yeah. Uh, no, ma- none of them were easy. Made the USL team of the week there you based go. on that performance. So there that says something right there. Uh, I forgot to mention something last week. And our goalkeeping, our goalkeeping has been exceptional Yes. Um, it is it above is, average. It has saved our saved our bacon. We <laughs> talked about Far giving up the near post goal and pushing the ball in against Fe- out in front of the the player in Phoenix. Yeah. But that that save that he made where he's four feet off the ground on the set piece, and then some of these kick saves that he made, and then the the save he made in the second half on off on uh, Kubo Torres. A lot like in the playoffs. Yeah. When we played the OC. Yeah. That. that Without him, that result does not remember hold. the crazy 1-0. saves we made. He made last year in the playoffs. Yeah, like the three, like the three uh-huh. consecutive save. against OC. Yep, in OC. Yeah, he's he's done them dirty. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's give him a break here. He had the play against Phoenix that we didn't like, but Bonilla retired like two days before the game. Yeah, the kids just sitting on the bench for a month, and then they're like, "Hey, by the way, you're starting tomorrow." I do. I want to point this out, Clayton. I don't. I can't believe I missed it and I forgot it. We'll come back to it in November. But do you remember? Go back in your way back machine. My very first preseason prediction, because I didn't up to this season about the scores. One goalkeeper. One goalkeeper will be gone by the end of March. Oh, you did say that. You did. Yes. And I went back to the Twitter machine today in the internet, and guess what? That retirement was announced on March 31st. Man, look at you. This may be your year to get them all right. This may be your year to get them all right. Bonilla, I didn't know. Thank you. But you're right. Five, six games, outstanding goalkeeping by the two of them. And far in the team of the week. You know, on the road, shutout, six saves. Boom. We've said uh, other member of our team of SAFC that made the team of the week. Mitch Tanner. Batman. <laughs> Batman. 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 You're embracing that one? Dude. And what, like, his 
what he did to lead up to the goal was Batman-like. He swoops in, wins the ball in their defensive third of the field. I mean, he's not playing as an out-wide midfielder. And granted, he, the guy fell down that he took the ball off of. Yeah. But he's putting the pressure on the guy and then he beat in their guy. third of the field. Hits a, just a looping no, he, cross. No, before he hit the cross, he beat another guy. Yeah, he did. He yes. stole it, and then he dribbled someone or bobbled it around yes, someone. Yes, Mitch. Yes, Mitch. <laughs> and, um, and then hits just this looping cross to <laughs> Twinkle Toes Collier, like on the back post. And, like, when the ball's in the air, you think Collier, who's, like, 6'5", or something like that, like, he's going to, like, bury it with his head, like, diving Diving header, header. like, old, like, English-style, like... Back post diving header. But instead, he, like, turns his body, like, like, does a pirouette, and from this crazy angle, left foots it, like, at, at like, a four-degree angle off the post, and it just, like... I think he hit it, I think he hit it with the bottom of his boot. Collier, I, kinda, but, I think, he but he kinda, meant to do it. But yes, I think he, whatever but he, kinda, he did, he meant to do it. He wasn't healed an it or whatever. Not healed it, but uh, what do you call that? Like, what do you call this part of your shoe? The the sole. The he sole. Sold, he sole <laughs> rolled it out of the air. He sole rolled it. Did he the not? Back of the did day. you notice that? He did. That guy is like he's pretty nimble on his feet. He's like a like he's Peter ca- Crouch. Yeah, he's a little crouchy, you know. Yeah. But like. But, you know, like those big – when you're like, oh, that guy's just going to be a brute. And then they do more with their feet really than they do in the air. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, second goal of the season for him. Tied with Loera for the lead. Collier, very serviceable. Good good job. And him and Dylan worked hard. They did. Don't they? They did. Because for that system to work, those two, the, whoever's up, they got to do that. They got to do that hard work. That's what I have as my next point, Clayton. Can I say yeah, it? Yeah, let's talk. Uh, did we OC the OC? What does that mean? Big picture. It means eight people behind the ball. Five defend-ish players, two center mids, and a keeper. And then the three people up top. What oh, I rem- did, they, did they do that against us? What I club, remember from their playoff Damas run. I hope that Damas guy just gets loose. Their playoff run was sit back, don't get beat, don't give up a goal, and we'll score eventually. They are similar to us. Think, like, in addition, like, we sent a guy to to to, to – Denmark or Norway? They sold a guy. They, sent a, they sold a guy to Denmark. Similar Norway. price too. Yeah, young Haitian. Haitian. Damus or Damu is his is he name. Haitian? Yes, yeah. I believe he's Haitian. I yes. love and to he's see. He's played on the, the, the Haitian national team. He's nice. Gotten, yeah, he's gotten on. But um, we like but, Pineapple Boy. Yeah, he was a good that, player. That hair. He scored a couple of crazy goals the during that playoff run. Six inch haircut. Run. Yeah, he scored a cut. Dude, that goal against he scored against us in the playoffs. That off the throw in or whatever. Really the volley good. That he oh, hit. that was classic. Yes, yeah. man. Yeah. And he's and against Tampa Bay in the finals, he scored like a hat trick, and he scored like three different ways. You Not know? just like, a speed demon. He's no, skilled. he has he has got a little something something. But fast anyway, as hell. But anyway, so but when you say did we OC that I don't, you're not saying it like in a oh positive way. It's like I am like saying a positive like, way. Okay, can't lose if you don't score. Is yeah. what I wrote. If you don't give up a goal, if you don't give up a goal. Kind of what we're doing. Yeah, I mean, and I'm I'm fine with that. I I like. I don't it. know why you keep acting like I'm attacking it. Okay, all right. We won. We went there and we came home victors. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like me like. I mean, just and um, with Dylan and Collier, they did a great job, and you were passed out for the second half. But like uh, holding the ball up in the second half, like when we bang it up there, you know, when we're when we're defending, defending, defending. Yeah, like them holding it up and either getting fouled. Or forcing them, their guys to kick it out of bounds to give us time to to just take a breath, you know, like everyone needs to take a breath every now and then and just get their coordinates 
and take a couple like, touches, pass it wide, something. Yeah, you yeah. know, like like take the air out of the ball a yeah, little bit. Exactly. They're, they're good for that because they're big, big, strong guys that can hold the ball up, and and they they fit nicely into the system. They fit nicely into the system. You think Patino would replace them when he's healthy? <laughs> Is he gonna have trouble getting back on the field? Mm. Good question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he comes straight on or or, or what. Dylan's such a weird person. Be a weird player. I mean, we you know like. He's not the guy. If I need a goal in the in the last five minutes, he's not gonna Sergio Aguero. You know, he's not gonna Tevez. He did like, in that one game though, where he beat five guys. Oh and yeah, no, I mean, he, once upon a time. But that's not his thing. You're I right. mean, his numbers, his his numbers. Like, I think if I looked at his numbers from last year, I'd be like, huh, I don't remember him scoring that many. You know what I'm saying? Like, Seven the, produ- goals the production or is yeah. there. Yeah. You know, like, I, I think he does, and and his work, the work ethic that he puts in, I think is is really important. You know, the, yeah, like, and he knows he knows he knows the work that Marcina wants him to do, yes. and the rest of the team. Does that yes. make sense? Yeah, he's not running when he doesn't have to, but yeah. he does it when he needs to. Right, and he's not doing it to make it look like, oh, I'm trying to fit in. I'm trying to do what <laughs> they want. Like he's doing it because it's what needs to be done, and he knows what needs to be done. I don't know why he's not better, honestly, because he's kind of good at everything. He's just not quite. He doesn't have that next level, but he's good at everything. And he doesn't have the. He's not the. The guy that's going to get in the right spot and bury it in the back of the net, no. like he doesn't have that. That's 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 Patino. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a little more of that he'd be a lot. Right, and so like, you know, when, when Patino comes back, they're not like for like because they ha- they have a different skill set. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, but it would be a nice. Uh, how about this? It would be a nice uh, luxury to have <laughs> to have Patino. I bet you, he comes back soon. Yeah. So, I, I've the, got... the injury thing is still a thing. Like I said, the like I said, we're down to. The, the only guys that didn't play were our academy kids. I've got one big picture thing from the team. What do you have left about this game? Um, nothing more really about the game. Okay. You know on Sundays we play? Yes. I noticed a tactical thing for our team. Okay. Our, tri- our trigger. Like, Ash always says, run the score and play. So, like, when his team's losing and we need a goal, he's like, run the score and play. Friends, just, of the, friends of the pod, Angie and Ham, are uh, hamming it up out here. If anybody's <laughs> wondering what the panting, the heavy panting is in the background. Doggone good time. Yeah, Matt and I don't do anything nefarious in the background while, <laughs> while, while, yes. we're, while we're doing this. This is two, do- two dogs being two dogs. You want to take it into the bar? No, no. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Hey. Easy. Go. So, our scoring play, our trigger, ready? It's bad pass from the other team. From the outside defender into the midfield, we steal it, scoop a score. Yeah. So our teams, if you think we've back done to, that maybe three or four times, Maloney did that, right? Like in the last game. Our well, road goals this year, I think every one of them, LA Galaxy, RGV, this game has been def- outside back, trying to pass it forwards, or a center back passing into the midfield. We scoop it, we score it. And is that more a. Good job, SAFC, or bad job, other teams, and it's and it's more of a commentary on, on the level, the, oh, level, the level of play still. No, it's good. I think it's it's obviously trained into the team. Yeah, we're playing aggressive. We're, we're pressing and play, playing passing lanes. They're not just giving it to us, and we are doing something with it. Like clearly, we have practiced in the preseason how to wait, jump, jump a pass at a certain area, like the thirty-five yard line. There's a there's a type of full, there's a type of pressing in basketball. It's called the run and jump press, where like you let them make the pass, 
and then you're and then as the pass is in the air, you're right up on you, you jump yeah, on, like totally. and you double you double team. So totally. you're, you're guessing sometimes and you're taking chances like and you'll leave somebody open. But it's like when we talked about when one third of the field is entirely left open, you know, sometimes because we're kind of doing that. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. I think do I like it? No, Clayton. Do I like it for soccer? Like, because you know what I think it. I think you know what I think it leads to is like when we have the ball. This is why. This is my big picture. I think I figured it all out. The puzzle makes sense now. The reason our statistics are terrible: possession, completed passes, passes right, shots, corners, offsides. Because if all you want to do is win it back when they have it in their back third, what's the incentive? On attack, like just pl- just give them the ball, just play it long. Essentially, you want to give them the ball so that you can steal it. Yeah, you know what the sound, you know what this sounds like, and we've talked about this, I think, in the past. The Barnsley, like when they got DK, yeah, last year, yeah, um, yeah. how they they hired uh, Moneyball, yeah. guy, as a consultant, Billy yeah. Bean, and I I don't know what the metrics are, I don't know what the numbers say, but you know where you lose the ball in the middle of the field, trying to pass it up the field. You know where you don't lose the ball when you don't have the ball and the other team does. And so if if you know that there's a better chance that you're going to lose the ball when you have it, if you can force them to have it in their third of the field, then you're not going to lose the ball there. They're going to lose the ball there, and that's going to lead to chances. So get it to their third as I, quickly as you can. I mean, I just kind of came up with that in my – well, we've talked about it before, but, like, I think that's a good explanation, right? And you, maybe that's why we're not as good at home right now as we are on the road because – at home, you're a little more tendency to pass the ball, try to get those like the crowds there. People want to see you have it. People want to see you with the ball. People want like because they don't they don't necessarily understand that like because it maybe is an advanced way or maybe a new way of looking at the game or what new way of examining the game. Yeah, you and know? On, when you're on the road, that's the way you're set up is to defend and counter. Right, because like counter. you know what like the guys that coach Spain like Xavi and those guys like they're they're not gonna see this way of this this see this game the same way and but but you have to admit there's something to it right well especially with the talent level like spain can do that because they're spain you you bring xavi to the u.s national team like you're getting right, right we too. can play barnsley style we can't play tikataka yeah we yes can try. that's a very that's a very that's a yes there you go and we will lose right it's not like like marcina can say I'm gonna play Tikataka, and I know you guys. You can now go out and get me the players that can we're do this. Complete. And I, my system is gonna work, and we're gonna do it. And you're gonna, it's gonna like he can't Mourinho it. No. You know what I'm saying? Like he has to. You mean Pep it? Yes. There we go. He can or Mourinho it. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes ah. Mourinho doesn't have the players to to play the way that he wants to play. True. Know? True. Oh, gotcha. That's what I got, man. Yeah. On this game. Okay, I have a question for you, Matthew. Ooh. What do you think? When you hear the phrase or the term, and this doesn't necessarily have to be soccer specific, it can be, it can be in uh, any employment. Um, team exercises buyout of contract. <laughs> what uh, what what do you think happens uh, happened in that situation? It's like a fi- essentially a firing. If a coach gets their contract bought out, they've just been dismissed. If a player gets their contract bought out. It means we'd rather pay you money to leave than pay you money to stay. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm getting. That's exactly what I was. Why do you ask, Clayton? <laughs> uh, so Kakuta Mane, player to watch this year. Player to watch. We were very. I was very excited about former MLSer Kakuta Mane. 
Former MLS player, player to watch. We've talked about him. We've mentioned him even when he wasn't playing. Um, SAFC did that. That was on the website today. I checked the website, and that yep. I checked the website on Monday or Tuesday when I thought we were going to be able to pod, and it wasn't there. And then it was there today, and that was the first thing I said, Matthew. Explain what this means to uh, to our listeners when they're yeah. like, "What does that mean exactly?" Yeah, right. So let's put it this way: no, com- it didn't end well. No comment. It, it didn't end well. No comment. Right, and not by mutual agreement or anything like that. Normally, they throw in like contract terminated by mutual agreement or something along those lines, like yeah. which means that like, hey, it just wasn't working out between the two parties, and and we we moved on, you know. And throw in your uh, your goalkeeper that just retired or quit two weeks ago, and Spurs Sports and Entertainment Bobby Perez VP says no comment. Yeah, two in two weeks, just yeah. bye bye. Yeah. The door. Yeah. Back plan B, I guess, you know, like you got to, but along those same lines. Okay. Well, well, I'm not ready to move on. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Cause I think this is something to talk about. Uh, he, wasn't he one of your players to watch? Yes. Yes. We, and I think I'm going to call this another prediction that worked by me. I'm really tooting my horn tonight, Clayton, but and he's said, a Texas kid. Like he was, he came up at yeah, he was Dallas, re, re, Austin, I think. Oh yeah, you're right. Austin. And he played for the Aztecs and he played for the, the loans, whatever they're called. Oh, the, the, the minor league, team. Yeah, yes. like youth teams. Yes, 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 yes. I think my th- my read on this was it's either going to go really well or really bad. From and the beginning, you're saying that? I like, swear when you brought him up as someone to watch, I said he's either going to be motivated to be here the, I think or I'm, not motivated to be here. And clearly, yeah. he, that sucks, man. He's a great player. Do you think it was an attitude thing and like, uh, and like your trainers aren't like – and just excuses and stuff like that and they just got tired of it? Or is that just too much conjecture and speculation? Well, was that what you I mean, think? he's definitely not – I don't think he was just deemed surplusage. No. You know what I'm saying, right? We're missing like, attacking players. Yeah, yes. That's for sure. Yeah. Maybe he's hurt and it's not getting better. Maybe. And he just would like, I can't play right now, so I'm, you know, like Why maybe he? when I'm healthy I'll, I'll – Maybe he moved here and he just didn't like it. Well, they bought him out. It, it, I get the read when I see something like that that there's – problems other than just on the field you know and obviously there have to be problems other than on the field because he never was on the field but um but you can see what i'm getting at right like yeah you know i'm, I'm sad yeah I, I don't like to see that like nope. i wanted to see that guy play for us yeah he's a great player i've always liked the way he played so but one at, one out one in who that? Oh, Dallas Rando that I've never heard of. Hey, 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 hey. How many times have we said the Dallas system produces the it's the best account? And 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 I did a little bit more research. So it is, we signed a was, guy. We signed was, a guy on. We didn't sign him. He's on loan for the rest of the, rest season. Of the season. His name is Nicky Hernandez, on loan from FC Dallas. He is a product of this. He's not part of a product but of their academy. He's a college player. He played at SMU. He played at SMU. I I looked it up. He played at SMU. And, but then he signed with FC Dallas. I'd be happier if he'd grown up playing with them. Okay, I, I, that, you're, you're going to differentiate. And, yeah. I, and I get that. And I think that's a totally valid differentiation. Speaking of MLS loanies, did you see Dane St. Clair in goal Sunday night for I did. Minnesota United? I did. And they were talking with him about a lot. They talked a lot about him. They talked about like how he thought that he was the number one this year. And like he really... like. Wanted to be the number one, and he didn't he step in and play in their playoff game or like in a couple yeah, of games. Yeah, but this is his first start this year. Yeah, but like they're talking about like, and that's yeah. what you want to see out of a kid. You want him to say like, 
you know, I want to play and I think I am the number one and stuff like that. So like, you know, but it, but it was cool to see him there between the pipes, between the sticks. And, you know, we'd seen him in, in San Antonio. So back to your point, are you, are you excited about young Nicky? I am. Ooh. Described as a box-to-box midfielder. Oh, good. And, <laughs> and he has some decent numbers. Okay. Like, he scored um, six goals, five assists, and 30 appearances, like, for, uh, in the, for the Division I Dallas team. But that Division One Dallas team wins every year and has had good players come through What's it. The Division One Dallas, the team? USL Pro or whatever they're oh, called. Oh, he's been playing with their USL One. Yeah, North Dallas. Yes, yes. FC or yes, whatever. exactly. He played with them last season. Oh, and he's not a rookie. He's gonna like. I think he's gonna. I, I don't know if he's a Loera type. You know, like where he's gonna drive at people and stuff. But like, no, I, he's just another one. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna be productive and he's gonna make a difference. He's going to make a difference. He's going to be a third center mid, and we only have two. Right, and when Abu two for PC, two spots, exactly. Yeah, that would be helpful. Like Maloney can stay outside, you know. Hopefully now, because yes. there's there's going to be a three man rotation. Like yes. Abu, you've played two in a row. Nikki, you start a couple. PC, you take a break. Yeah. Abu, Nikki, so they can just tri- they can triangulate. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And hell, maybe they can play like. With the three, like Tyler Adams, McKinney, and and uh, but that would take us out of our our system. I doubt it. Okay, <laughs> you don't go to three when you have three. But anyway, one out, one in. Not like for like. Not the same type of player, I don't think. But um, but but showing that SAFC is doing stuff right. Like, Always. Yes. You that's know, our MO. That's the one thing we can say about SAFC. They they're doing they're doing stuff. They 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 care. They're sticking tape on that project. Mm-hmm. The last second, they're. They're that guy on uh, Top Model or whatever, like, cutting the design at the last <laughs> second, just pinching it in a tiny bit. I like it. What yeah. was that show called? Uh, top d- Designer. Top Designer or something with that gun guy or whatever his Not name is. Not Top Chef, but boy, we watched but a same, lot But same thing, though. That would be the cooking version of it, you know? Like, get the garnish on there at the very end, you know, for your plating yeah. and stuff like that. We're, we're garnishing. We're garnishing the plate. All we're right. garnishing the plate. You ready to talk upcoming games? You want to... Talk about anything else. Let me see if I have anything else. You know, I don't have anything else. That really kind of took me to... Oh, I do have... Let's geek out for just a second. Let's geek out for just a second. So, uh, Orange County has a guy that plays up top for them named Kubo Torres. Going back to the game just a little bit. Am, am I correct in my assessment that we saw him play, Matthew, for the Austin Aztecs at like a high school? Like... And you pointed him out to me that, like, this dude was, like, in the Mexican national system and, like, maybe well, a decade ago, Matthew. Maybe a decade. He was a MLS DP for the Houston Dynamo. Right. But that was after we saw him play. I swear you and I saw him play at Austin. In Austin. We went to an Aztecs game one time. Maybe a decade. Maybe 12. Because he's been around that long. And he's not that old, but he's been around a long time. Yeah. Right? I think it was a Dynamo playing there in an exhibition game. Oh, that's what it that's was. What that's what it was. Out on the west, east side of town. Yes, he was. Somewhere. Yes, at, at a high, high school. school yes, and yeah. he, maybe it was the Dynamo. He was a Mexican he, national teamer, man. Cuba Torres, Pumas, he, Chivas. He played everywhere, but never very good. Yeah, they were they were harsh on him, like like saying like, oh, he just doesn't have it right now. What do you think he is thirty? No, he's not even that old, and really? that's what the, part of what they were saying, and that's why I wanted to geek out and bring it up. He's was not, that we saw like that was probably a decade ago, wasn't it? That we long that, time, yeah, and and you know pre kids, someone that didn't pan out, you know, like if he's if he's in the USL right now, not scoring goals for Orange County, he's like that, the uh, Diego, no Ricky Ru- Rubio, R- Rubio Rubio Rubin Rubin of Mexico, 
who's also with San Diego. Yes, but got called no Colorado. Yeah, got called up Colorado and has scored goals for them. Yeah. And as it has has you know, we talked about a move to the USL for some people could be, you ah, know, a dec- you like he's there revitalized his career. That's a good call. A year under Landon Donovan and he's in the MLS. Yep. Good call. And scoring goals. By the end of the year, maybe. Might have been his same. Yeah, first oh yeah. Year. He did. He left he left them at like wasn't around. Did Kiesevetter go to Inter Miami, the real Miami, or is he on Miami USL? I think he's not even there anymore. I think he's with oh, maybe he is with Miami USL. USL. But he he got another stint in the in MLS between USL and then back to whatever he's doing now. So that's what we were hoping for for Kakuda and that yeah, and we happen. just yeah that did, that didn't happen. So maybe they'll have to find that. But that that's all I have about the game. Hey. That's all I have about you know big picture stuff from from this week. All right, um, let's let's move on. What's going on Saturday night at home? SAFC versus the El Paso Locomotive. First Tejas Cup game Copa of the, Tejas. Of the, Copa Tejas of the season. El Paso was like winless after three or four games, and then they got Diego Luna back from the under twenty national team, is and he scored. And he scored a ripper this last week. They won four zero. They did, and they had two players make the all USL team. So are they for real? I have no idea. Wait, what's the real El Paso? The winless team or the four nothing? The old team? El Paso. Taste the old Southwest. Um, I don't. I don't know. That's a good. That's a good question. It's too still too early in the season. To be able to tell exactly, I think what a team is and what they're not, um, but uh, but like I mean, they have good they have good players, and every time we play them, <laughs> there is every time we play them, there's there's it's a it's a it's a crazy game, you know. You think really? Yes. We had the what two one road loss. It is our first loss of the year. A we had that crazy. Back. We had that crazy. 4-4 tie or whatever, 4-3 win with Courtney Ford in the diving header last year. Remember? I do not at all. There was one, and then there was four, another. three. Yeah, there was like 3-3, three, three, and then there was one where they came back where we were up 2-0 and ended up beating us like 3-2. to two. Oh, last year. Yes, last yeah, year. Yeah, that's right. We, was, have, we have some fun, crazy games with them. Is that what you're expecting? Um, I don't know. I don't know what to expect, and I have to find – I don't think I'm going to be able to go either. Michelle has something that she that she's doing that's been planned. Yeah, and so if if I can go, um, I can go solo with the kids, and I may, but I'd maybe like to just watch this one at home and just wa- and watch it because I think there'll be f- fun stuff. Listeners, I'm sorry, but Angie, stop. And if anyone anyone who's going to watch the game, watch Diego Luna. Yeah, I was going uh, to go back let's to ta- that let's, too. Let's talk about that. So they, they have a kid named Diego Luna on their team that just came back. From playing with the under twenty U.S. men's national so team, so he's eighteen or nineteen years old. Yes, although no. he looks like he's about thirty-five in prison years. I thought he was thirty-five-year-old Diego Maradona wannabe because he's kind of shaped. He's not like not anymore. He's, he's slimmed down. Has he? Lost he is the, not portly anymore. Yeah, but he did. But the neck tattoo is still there, right? I mean, I don't know about the neck tattoo, but the gold boots are usually are there. Yeah. And with the U.S. men's national team, he not only was with the team, he played in every game. Started in at least a couple of them, and they beat or they tied Argentina, and then he scored it when they beat somebody else. River Plate or Boca Juniors? Yes, they were playing. They were down in Argentina on a trip, and they did. They played against Argentinian national team. Yeah, but they also played against like one of the top clubs in the world. And he, he's an El Pasoan, right? Yes, he's so a native El Pasoan. Kind of like a Jose Gallegos. Yes, he Did was. He, he won the Young Player of the Year last year in the league. I don't correct? No, the or Louis, was it Jonathan Gomez, the, the Louisville City kid. Did I think we missed? Okay. I think we gave our listeners some bad information at, toward, at the beginning of the season. So if if you don't know, 
him, you know, Jose Gallegos here was the finalist. Gomez from Louisville and Diego Luna were the young player finalists last year. Two of the three are gone, sold abroad. Yeah, Diego Luna is still here, will not be here much longer. Get him while he's hot. Yeah. Like, see him while you can, right? Yeah, he's not going to be here all that He'll all be that sold in the next year? Yeah. To a real team, you think? I don't know. He may be like the go to go to South America kid, or could be. You know, that's is he number ten? I don't know what number he, he is, but um, he's the one that dribbles the ball a lot. He's the one with the neck tattoo. He was saucy last year. This isn't like the kid that scored two goals. He doesn't look. He doesn't look meek. There's nothing meek about him. There's nothing. Uh, There's nothing. That he doesn't look scared. He doesn't look like he's eighteen. No, he does not. And he's not like. The kid that scored two goals for us last week, Solskin or Henrik or Uskabir. Right. Like, you know, kind of jiggled around, ran around, jogged around, smiled, and then scored a couple goals. Luna gets the ball, tricks some people, fools them, busts into them. He gets... We'll rip a shot. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll get on the end of the box and be like a Frank Lampard. And like, like... If you watch the game, he may be the most noticeable player on the field, regardless, if you're looking for him or not. Yeah. Right? There you go. Yes. If you don't know who he is, you're going to know who he is. Well said. Well, we get to see him in person, and neither you or I is going. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not. I don't know for sure. I'm not going, but I, I can't tailgate and do all the. Yeah, you know, the put all the the bows on the on same the, on, and stuff like that. Same, but you know what? The, we're gonna have those. We're gonna. I'm gonna have those throughout the season. You know, life life is life, but I, I'm gonna watch it. Yes. So that is that's a game. That's something. You know what else is something? Yeah. Uh, next Wednesday, eight p.m. kickoff. Uh, next round of the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup, an MLS team comes to town. An MLS team comes to town. For those of you that are, there is an MLS team in Austin, um, you Con- know, confusing because there used to be a USL team in Austin, right? And there's not anymore. And but then this there is, were both, this, and now there is just yeah, MLS. This is the MLS team, and depending on who you are and what you think and stuff like that, there's animosity towards them because they just all of a sudden popped up with an MLS team out of nowhere when we had talked about MLS for years and years and years and they bring it up and then all of a sudden they cry like a petulant child and then there's an MLS team in their in their backyard. I guess probably most listeners if you're put OSAFC you probably know the story but Anthony Precourt bought the Columbus crew. San Antonio was in the middle of trying to get an MLS team, right? We were in the expansion process, one of 12 people, yep. 12 cities. Yep. And MLS just didn't feel the need to disclose that when he bought the team, he had a contract that said, I can keep this team in Columbus or I can move it to Austin, Texas. And that's the only place he can move it. Nowhere else. Correct. And within two years? Yes. Middle of the night, Boston Colts style, Indianapolis Colts. Put the team in an airplane, came down, moved to Austin, bye-bye. Right, and, like, that was a done deal, and Columbus managed to save their team. There were other people that came in, but it looked like for a while there they were not. like their Houston team- Oilers situation, right? They, uh, they had their team play out. Everyone booed the team. They're cheering the team and booing the owner at games. Yes. And then the second they leave, they get this whole organized effort and get a team the next year or two years later, right? right? I'm not anti-Austin or Austin team. I'm anti-owner of Austin team and the circumstances in which they got that team. I think I've told you, you know, and I may not have said it on the pod, but, like, I'm I'm not going to go up and see Austin play because I don't want to give that guy any of my money. I we, we went and watched the U.S. national team play there, and I'm sure he got a cut of my money for that. But you know what? I'm not going to be an Austin supporter 
of, of an MLS team just because they're an Austin team. The circumstances by which they got that team make me not like not not want to support them. Yeah, I feel like that's and it's the, not Austin's fault. I think that's the way most people in San Antonio are. Yeah, okay. He's like and I think I'm pretty being pretty rational about it. I'm not just saying, oh, F Austin. No. You know, like have you met anyone who cheers for Austin here? No. Me either. Yeah. I would have thought half the people would. Oh, I, just I think be- Austin thought that we would cheer for them. It's like, oh, it's 70 minutes away or whatever. Right. I thought I would cheer for them. Not that they need us or anything like that, and that's their, you know, like, that, that's Austin, but... True. But, you know, fans help. Right. And and I, I think a lot of people maybe don't know the circuit, but, like, know the circumstances, and maybe those would be the people that would just be... But I think once you know the circumstances... It just is distasteful. It's hard. It's just it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Especially since the team, you know, the stadium's owned by the city, so we as taxpayers own the SAFC stadium, right? And and we did kind of look foolish or duped as yeah. well, and so there is a certain uh, there is a certain amount of animosity in that regards. Do we have less Raiders fans because of how the Raiders treated us? Because right. we used to have a lot of Raiders fans. I don't know. Different question. But it's a bit of a Raiders situation, right? Yes. Same same deal. Same things. But anyway, that's MLS team coming to town. If there's extra baggage or extra incentive to it based on the stuff that we just talked about, great. Just watching us play against an MLS team. I mean. Is, is that, that's, a, that's a selling point by itself. You don't need anything more than that. We played Dallas a couple years ago, and I went, and it was cool. But I am fired up for this game. Why? Why, it's, why it's more so, so? It's so close, and the history. This is circle it on the calendar game, man. We're, we, who knows the next time this will happen? Maybe. It could be 10 years before we play them again right. here. The, the only time, well, it would be guaranteed, like, if there's promotion relegation one of these days. Nope. And, and maybe that would maybe nope. that would add to the. Not going to happen. Add to, but, yes, like, so this rivalry is going to have to be played out solely through the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. It makes the U.S. Open Cup cooler. Yeah, there there you go. It definitely does. Yeah. And, we, and you know, like, we're kind of geeks about the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. We like, you know, looking at, like, seeing, like, oh, the... Yeah, you know, the, skiers. The, the New, York, New York City Greeks versus the, you know, the, Bo- great versus the Boston Whalers. The Oyster, you know, like, oh, the oyster guys. Yeah, the Oyster Bay. The oyster, oyster Bakers or something. They lost, <laughs> by the way. They're out. They lost this round, sadly. Right. But, like... You know, like, but there's the, like you can find a team just called like the New Jersey Italians. Like they could they could be playing against you know somebody and like we yeah. love that. But the, so this rivalry is going to have to be played out via this tournament, and that just makes it cooler. You're 100 percent correct. So let me do some hot seat questions for you, Clayton. Um, are you going to boo the Austin team? Boo Austin? No, not no. I'm not going to boo just for the sake of booing. But I'm going to be very vocal for us. Are you going to boo Anthony Precourt? Somehow, yeah, I think I'll probably find a way to look like. I know my voice like will be heard. you pre-court or some <laughs> yeah. such thing. I, I, if that chant started, or or I started that chant, like hopefully people would jump in. <laughs> will you feel extra relish if we win? Oh, for sure. Why? M- MLS team more more so than the screw you Austin. Really? Or screw you pre-court. You're one of the more outspoken screw you Austin. Before they had am. a team, you were very anti. Yeah, yeah, but very. like. But like I think I've maybe matured in that I like I realize it's like you know what if like we wouldn't turn down an MLS team if <laughs> if if it was under shady circumstances would we? Nope. There you go. So <laughs> so like so 
yeah, maybe I'll do some pre-court booing. Um, I will relish it more if we win. A because it's an MLS team. A A minus because or or sub A because it's it's sticking it to pre-court. Okay. That 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 that's probably the explanation that I want I want to give. I'm satisfied with those answers. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have some free kicks? A free kick tonight? I do not think I do. Free kicks brought to you by Trevino Tile. How's your uh, for generations? Trevino Tile taking care of your tiling needs. Trevino Tile asks for them by name. Big Willie. <laughs> have they started, finished, or not yet? On um, your bathroom, there's been phone conversations. There hasn't been. Well, one of his people came over and did did some pre some pre work. So. So it's not there. The, Trevino Tile is on the case. Preseason. Yeah, they're, they're on the case. All right. Exactly. Um, Did you get that pod discount? Uh, <laughs> haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> haven't gotten to that portion of the program. Um, I have a free kick that is, um, and I have, I can't even talk about it, but I want you to talk about it because I think you got to see. How amazing were these Champions League that were yes the day before Champions League games that I didn't get to see? Mm. Real Madrid, uh, the Real Madrid three to two game against um, Valencia, Villarreal, Chelsea again. Oh, against Chelsea. Real Madrid, Chelsea was good. Which one was the best of? Because there were like two or three simultaneous. You know, technically between the hours of two and four, I'm teaching Clayton. <laughs> And it's not that I don't want to say that I was watching the game on the podcast. It's that my viewing is like this. It's like like a very fundamental Christian having intercourse. Like it's muffled. <laughs> you feel dirty. Why you felt it's dirty? Just like, mm, <laughs> and the students are like, "Are you okay, Mister Shattuck?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just <laughs> behind my desk grunting." <laughs> Matt had exercised prima nocturna, and, 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 was, and was. I mean, if if Christian Pulisic had finished either of the last five minute chances to win the game, he had, I would have screamed out loud and let it be known that the goal was scored and I was watching soccer. Uh, and I've got a sub. I've got a sub. Best game was Atletico, Man City. Just utter shithousery. Oh, that's a, that, champions level shithousery. Apparently, the police were like. Brought into the uh, you, tunnel. You, you can talk Latin American soccer all you want about CONCACAF qualifiers, but you've never played in C- Simeone's Atletico Wanda Memorial Stadium. <laughs> you go into the Wanda, and you're going to get effed. <laughs> Man, he just – how can you not just adopt his persona like – it, it, like it was, they, ha- they all have, don't they? They played a hell of a game, and the last 10 minutes they were a next-level – poop housery and it was too much it was pretty hard to watch they were really i mean just everything in the book the guy who got tossed wouldn't leave so i just watched him in the tunnel did you see any of those highlights no i didn't see it like i was at work Nothing. all week and that's why I, that's why I, that was kind of my free kick was like i missed out on something like explain it to, explain it to me and then the chelsea game i had to go teach and came back and they'd scored i was like what and then Freaking whatever his name is, Benzema is just on a heater right like now. Eight goals in like two or three Champions Let's League games. Let's take him to freaking Vegas. The guy is on a heater. <laughs> no free kick for you, huh? Well, my free kick would be that uh, the Conca Champions, my preferred Champions League, where the real shit happens. 
Seattle was victorious over New York City in the American bracket. God, it sucks that that ended up. It so sucks that the quarter, the semifinals were USA versus USA. So they're through, and my Pumas are through from Mexico. I was rocking the Puma jersey at the Chariata on Sunday, wasn't I? That was very puto of you. Yeah. And so that's going to be end of the month and beginning of May in in uh, DFA in Mexico City and then in Seattle and that's exciting to oh, me oh so they play a home and home it's not a one off yeah and the second leg's in Seattle have the, do they do they always do home and home for the CONCACAF Champions League yes and an American team has because usually what happens is we're up one to zero like when we play at home and then we go down there and lose four to one and, and like and it's just an absolute throttling but Seattle won home field in the second leg by merit what does that mean they compile the points and goal difference of the whole tournament. And each round in the knockout round, whichever team has more wins and more better goal differential, gets to host the second leg. How do you know this? You went deep dive on this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Because I, 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 I'm in the classroom watching the Champions League. I have... Uh, this I, is a free kick. I was listening to the MLS pod about this. Because I love the CONCACAF oh, Champions I, I, League, no, man. No, I know you do. I know you do. It's so... Funny. Uh, and so it's happening, and it's going to be awesome. I thought you were getting ready to go, and I'm going. I thought, <laughs> and, oh, I listen. And, to I'm the, go, and I'm going. I listen to the dates, but I've got so much crap going on. Oh, a little later, and I would. I did see Seattle, so I've seen them play in this competition in Leon. You That's know what? Right. I, I I think that they look like they can. They look like they can win. I like. I know we've been burned by that before, but. That they look like they can win this tournament. Because none of the Mexican teams have looked very good to me. How about Pumas that? aren't very good right now. It's not the best teams in Mexico. They yeah. got a bad draw out of their league. The people that won the points last year were bad teams. Yeah. That, I know that doesn't sound like it makes a lot of sense. No, I like. I mean, I can just, from my eye, just, and I've been watching a lot of it this season. Yeah. Um, the, the Mexican teams don't look dominating at all. No. and Like, Pum- they had to have a lot, they had to pull off some serious jive ass just to get, Two teams into the into the final into the into the semifinals. Yeah, and Pumas is in like eighth place right now, and Seattle's one of the best MLS teams by far. So they got a chance. Yeah, am I right? MLS team has never won. Ne- MLS team has never won. So it doesn't make the MLS better, but it'd be great. Yeah. Um. Anything else? It's time to crack the Gatorade. Yeah. Or for the morning. Yeah, a little celebration. Sad that neither of us are going on Saturday, but... You know what? I, I, don't, I won't necessarily not enjoy the game because I'm not going, you know? Yeah, I'll probably be with family, so I can I think watch. it's supposed to be like 98 degrees this weekend, too. Yeah. It's coming, huh? Yeah. Summer is coming. Yeah. All right, Matthew. Buenas noches. Talk to you next week.